This is Not Good, Just Free, an advice podcast where a couple of friends in their mid-twenties try to cure the world's ills in 30 minutes. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Gabriel. And today, we're recording outside. Yeah, there's wind, there's, there's flowers, well, some truck is backing up somewhere, or maybe that's a security Maybe alarm. someone's breaking into a house. Yeah. We don't know. It is the daytime, and that's the time to do it. When Gabe says there are lots of flowers, what he means is there are dandelions everywhere. And I also mean that we're sitting under a flowering tree that is uh, that has decided it's done flowering and is sort of dropping bits on yes, us. Yes, we are sitting in a flower shower. Anyway. Anyway. Gabe, do you have a fact for us this week? Uh, yes, I do. So, hickory. Dickory dock. No. Oh. It's a it's type of wood, a type of tree, a type uh-huh. of wood. It's okay. very hard. So, okay, how hard? Very. That's the fact. <laughs> Do you have a frame of reference for me? Like Nope. No? Just hickory wood is very hard. All right. There are softer woods and harder woods. Is hickory the hardest hickory wood? Hickory is very hard. Okay. Thanks, Gabe. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by insects, as I am wont to do. Well, you know what time it is. What time is it, Gabe? It's time to give a word from our sponsor. That's right, it is. Today's episode is brought to you by a homemade ham sandwich, lovingly crafted by my dear friend Rachel, without which I would not have made it to this point in the day. Sometimes, when you've been in Target too long, you just crash. And the only thing that can revive you is the perfect little sandwich full of love. This was not paid for by Rachel, but it was her idea. Okay. It was a good sandwich. And as I was eating it, I realized, wait a minute. I have to record a podcast with Gabe today, and I need a sponsor. Well, it's a good thing they were willing. It, it is a good thing they were willing, yeah. At, at such a late hour. So I think perhaps we should uh, get right into the questions. Well, actually, as a matter of fact, uh, we have a new segment. What? We do. Okay. This is the first Gabe has heard of it. Um, it's a short, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a long segment. But we got a response to one of our answers. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's new. It is. It's the first time we have ever had anyone respond to our advice and I'm pretty excited about it so let's dive right into a response okay this is from Steve uh, our poop parenting question oh yeah let's bring that up again okay anyway go ahead he says hey NGJF Thanks for the great advice today. You are right. I didn't need to be worried about it. When I got home from work, I asked my daughter why she liked clay and poop, and she said, Dad, I was just joking. So all is good in the Trader Steve household. Also, that was a great fact about true bugs. I never knew about those differences, and now I can impress my friends with my new knowledge during our next Zoom get-together. Sincerely, Steve. Well, I think saying that you can impress your friends with that knowledge is going a bit far, but... I beg your pardon. You might, you might very well make them go, huh. 
That's fair. That's fair. Um, well, I'm glad that all was well in the Trader Steve household. I do have a question about that. Is are you related to Trader Joe? Is there is he? Hmm. I think that's more of a title than a surname. Right. It's a. But okay. Is he affiliated with Trader Joe? Uh, Trader Joe. That's that's possible. Trader Steve. Trader Rob. Trader Ted. The the band of traders that are generic white guy names. I don't know. I don't think Trader Dave. I think there are a lot of generic names that just wouldn't work. Like Trader Matt? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think. Trader Zach? No. Mm, Trader Dave is good. What about Trader Devin? No. No. Trader Chuck? I think that Maybe. would work. Yeah, he's the fun one. Yeah. Tra- Trader Trader Chuck is the one uh, that, you know, he, he doesn't cut out the middleman to get you your products directly, uh, but the middleman he includes, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. He's a cool middleman. He's a cool middleman. His name is... His name actually is Matt. Oh, the middleman's name is Matt. Yeah. Matt the middleman. Yeah. For Trader Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is the new Trader Expanded Universe. Trader Joe's Expanded yeah. Universe. And including Trader Joe, Trader Steve, Trader Chuck, Middleman Matt. And Trader Beth. And Trader Beth. They have I to was have just one, thinking have to have we were gonna have woman one woman. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking we gotta have Trader Beth. Yes, that's good. I like that. Trader Beth. She's a wild card, Trader Beth. Yes. You never know what but she's gonna do. But she gets the with. job done. She sure does. And maybe maybe her methods are a little unorthodox. Rubs Trader Joe the wrong way. Trader Joe has a way he likes to do things. And Trader Beth just crosses his wires, dang it. But you know what? It's not all fun in games. No, it isn't. Because the one guy who is fun in games kind of gets on her nerves. Oh, Trader Chuck? Trader Chuck. Dang it, Trader Chuck. Yeah. 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 And wh- oh, well, where does Trader Steve play into all of this? He's, he's the retired one. Oh, Trader Steve's retired. Trader Steve is retired, but the other traders come to him for advice sometimes. Mm, Trader uh... Trader Steve decided he didn't want to play the trading game anymore. And he settled down to raise a family Mm. with the the wealth that he gained from his days as a trader. Mm -hmm. Trader, Trader Steve kind of plays the same role as Sean's dad in Psych. Yeah, yeah. Where all of the other traders have a problem, and when they can't, like, solve it, they go to Trader Steve. Exactly. And then when Trader Steve has a problem he can't solve, he comes to us. Exactly. (laughs) Well, now that that bird has said what he did... (laughs) Really, that put a very fine point on it. I, I, I think the one other thing that uh, we may need to consider here is you might want to, you know, talk with your daughter more. I, I think it's a little concerning that you don't uh, get her sense of humor. Yeah, maybe let things with the other traders kind of slip you by. Don't take all of their problems. I know that Trader Chuck's coming to you at like one in the morning. Like, Trader Steve... I have this problem with middleman Matt. But maybe let the trading game go a little bit more. I know that the trading game isn't done with you. Let the other traders 
solve their problem. Maybe give them our email. That's true. You know, if, if you can come just to us. Advice at gmail.com. Yeah. That's not good just free advice at gmail.com. That's not good just free advice, all one word, at gmail.com. We hope to hear we'll from you. We'll do our best. <laughs> Man, we just got started. We're already done. Until the next question, I'm Gabriel. <laughs> and I'm Melissa. This is an advice podcast. It's not good advice, but it is free. Let's move on to our Let's first question. Let's move quickly along to our first question. Uh, dear NGJF, I have a problem. My native language is English. Oh, same. Now, English is a terrible language. Oh. My phone literally just auto-filled that, so you know it's true. Filled with nonsense rules that are ignored and has few redeeming qualities. Mm. But what I am most upset about right now is the spelling and pronunciation issues English has. In other languages, letters have a... Oh my goodness, this spelling is atrocious. Yeah, it gets uh, worse. In other languages, letters have a specific sound, wick, wick, which. A specific sound which will... Ch- okay. <laughs> Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Ali. Okay. Ali substituted every instance of the letter C in a CH with a K. Mm, mm-mm. Uh, I'm not with you on this, Ali. Have a specific sound which will change when next to specific letters. With English, it's a roll of the dice what sound that letter will make every time. Now, as language is a living and evolving thing, and I wish to help English move towards logic, how can I get people to join me in changing... Yes, it is. Oh, gosh. How can I get people to join me in changing the English language? I started small by replacing every C in this email with S or K as it is just illogical to have a letter that only has the sound of other of two other letters. Mm. Frustrated with every word I write, Allie. I'm well, frustrated with every word you write too, Allie. I am also frustrated with every word you write. To to quote Oh, that's bad. To, that's really bad. To quote um to quote Luke Skywalker, every word you just said was wrong. <laughs> That's a good use of that quote. So, here's what you have to understand about English. English has a very uh, a unique origin as a language, in mm-hmm. that it is a Germanic language right. that had a bunch of French vocabulary stuck into it, Yep. which started uh, a legacy of English spelling reflecting the language that it comes from. Naturally. And I think in that sense, it's a very inclusive language. Oh, for sure. There, there are certainly generalizable rules mm-hmm. within a given language origin about how spelling is to come about. Right. Uh, but as long as you stay within the same grammatical structure, you can pretty much introduce any word from any language into English and it'll fit. That's true. You can do that. So... Really, I think the problem is you, Allie, uh, yeah, not being inclusive yourself. to other cultures. Oh, Allie, Ex- are you being me? intolerant? Allie, are you uh, being intolerant to other language rules? Do we need to, we need to cancel Allie on after Twitter? After everything she's done for this podcast, after all the questions she sent in, Allie, 
Alyssa, this is an ugly Alyssa, side of you. This is this is 2021. It doesn't matter how much good someone has done. I know my perception of being, Allie is changing being dramatically. Non-inclusive once. She's yeah. she's. I, I don't honestly I don't know if you'll be able to recover from I this. I don't Allie. know if she'll be able to uh, back. But thankfully, uh, I do have a bit of PR training. Oh, do you? I do. I do. Uh, so what you need to do actually here's okay let me tell you what you're going to want to do and this okay. is not what you should do uh, this is what you will naturally want to do yeah once uh, we you start will, uh, cancel Ali yeah. on Twitter this is going to be your natural response your, your instinct is going to be to wake up in the morning grab your phone not put on uh, any makeup or make yourself pretty at all oh just, or intentionally just, ruin makeup or, or uh, yeah perhaps even that and, and grab your phone, sit against the wall on the floor, and, and talk to it with just, just your, your raw emotions and, and the, the sadness. And, the and frustration. Sighing very frequently between words, every two to three. That's um, the average. Yes. And, and what I can tell you is that's not going to work. It's that, not going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work. As as your PR person, here's what I can tell you. Here's what I can tell you. You need to come up with a a, a well-written response, a, a well-worded, thoughtfully worded, uh -huh. uh, and, and, and to be quite frank, honest. Uh, right. Honest, or at least honest-sounding. Right. Uh, and then you need to deliver it in a very professional way. Uh, none, none of that woke up in the morning and said the first things that came to your Breaking head my silence. To, to, to express all of the deep sadness and regret you feel. Uh, no, no, none of that, none of that. That's none not that. going to work. That's not going to work. Be, be professional about it. Be professional about it. But on a more personal note, do better. Yeah, Ali, you really need to look yourself in the mirror. You need to think about your choices. And you think, need to think about why C offends you so much what has c ever done to you it's it, just living its life and i will say it is not the fault of c that it makes three different kinds of sounds it's in english not C's fault. that's the fault of the french if anything right but we're not going to get into that we're not going to no and i will say it is perfectly acceptable in all cases to blame the french for something Absolutely, I'll, I'll uh, stand with you on that. But yeah, your 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 you errors are so egregious that simply blaming the French, I will say, because you might have been thinking it. You might have been thinking after I said that. Oh, I'm oh, just going just to say it was French. the French's fault. Yeah, I'll just yes, blame the I'm, I'm afraid your errors are far too egregious yeah, to simply get away with blaming the French. France. It couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt to include it. It yeah, chuck um, it in there. Say, and really, I mean, you can but, even just use what Gabe just said. You know, Re really, if anything, yes. this is the French's fault. The, the, reason, the reason that so many English letters make multiple sounds is because they make different sounds in the languages that the words came from. Right, yeah. Really, Ali, what you're going to want to do is um, devote the rest of your life to etymology. I, I would recommend that you found a monastery to atone for this, you know, transgression, basically. You found a monastery that is devoted specifically to understanding the etymology of every word that is spoken in the English language and composing literature on why they are the way they are. 
I think that's good penance for you, for this absolutely egregious email that you have sent us. She spelled changing with a K. Yeah. That's not okay. That's not... I mean, let's just take that alone. If you're going to delete one of the letters, delete K. Yeah. C? C has been more popular than K far longer. Yeah. K is used for a little extra kick, but... But C? The Romans hardly ever used K. What number is K? I don't think it's included. Oh. Uh, for some reason, I assumed you were talking about Roman numerals, which might have been a bad assumption. No, I mean Latin. Right, Latin didn't I know K. things about Latin. Not all that much. It did exist. It did exist. Oh, I'm glad we know that. Yeah. I, I Jay knew that didn't. Okay, oh, I thought you were saying that Latin existed, and I was like, I didn't. No, know no, that. I'm saying K existed in Latin. Okay. Jay didn't. Jay did not. Uh, and Z and Y were only there half the time. Where did they come from? Greek. That's nice. So it's been happening for a while. Yeah. It's been happening, it's for, been a happening for a while. The Romans got Y and Z from Greece. Latin didn't originally have them. And that's why in Spanish, the letter Y is still called Greek I. You're right. It is. And that's why in Britain, Z is called Z. Zed. Because it's an abbreviation of Zeta. What do you know? Yeah. That is something. Well, I think that's our fact for the day. Alyssa, do we have a sponsor? (laughs) Actually, our next email, our next question comes to us kind of with a little bit of a sponsor message. They say, hi, notgoodjustfreeadvice at gmail.com. I sent you an email a few days ago regarding web design and development service. Would you be interested in new website, comma, website redesign slash upgrades your website in low cost? Let me know if you are interested or have some website requirements. Please share with us. We can send you our portfolio and price list. Looking forward to hearing back from you. Thank you, Mike. Well, I think the short answer is no. I don't do we I don't think we have a website. No, we don't have a website and I don't think we need one. I don't think so either. I mean, websites don't actually serve podcasts all that well generally speaking. Mm. The the era the era of each internet show having their own website and that being useful has very much passed. That has passed. This is a tangent, but did you know that bomb.com is an available domain? Nobody has it right now. Huh. You could buy it. Interesting. Should we make that our website? Couldn't hurt. How much does it cost though? It's got to be pricey if no one's bought it yet. Do you want to buy this premium domain? No. Premium sounds pricey. Yeah. Did they send me a price quote? Its cost is significantly higher than a typical domain name due to its greater value. Yep. But it is available. So in summary, no. I appreciate that, Mike. But, um... No. But no. I do have Mike's original email, because he said... He said, Hi, I am Mike, well web development manager and I work with experienced IT professionals who are into colon website designing comma web development PHP development UX and UI design e-commerce solutions if you are interested then I can send you our price list that's capitalized price list company information and an affordable quotation with the best offer thanks and regards Mike web development manager
Well, let me just throw this out there. Your pr whatever your price is, it's not going to be better than the best price available, which is free. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a website, and we we don't have a website for free. We for free don't have a website. Yeah, and if we wanted to get a website, we could get one for free. We could. It wouldn't be good, but it would be free. Bye. This is an advice podcast. It's not good advice, but it is free. Well, um, let's jump into the questions. Let's get to our questions. Yeah, so here's our first question. Hello, NGJF. I am a sophomore in high school and have come to the age where my inbox is bombarded with emails from colleges. Jeez, do they start that young? Yeah. It's been a while since I was a sophomore in high school. As veterans of the college application process, what advice do you have for finding the right university to go to? For reference, I'm planning on studying business. Oh no. Thanks, Jake. Gabriel and I both attended. Yes. I currently attend. Gabe has graduated. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. We're of the same university, Brigham Young University, here in Provo, Utah. Yes. How did you decide to go to Brigham Young University here in Provo, Utah? Well, it was very easy. Uh, the, the two places that I wanted to go to uh, were... One was in Arizona, and the other one was here in Utah, because I like dry places. Okay. And the, the draw, of course, of the one in Arizona was that I was going to be closer to some family I have that lives in Arizona. Ah, yes. Um, I'm familiar with at least one member of this family. But I went with BYU because it had the program that I was looking for, mm. which was an actual communications degree. Oh. Which I didn't end up getting That's either way. That's not your degree. Yeah, That's I not know. the one you got. But... Also helped that BYU is cheaper. Mm. Cost is And important. also not full of party people. Them party peoples. Not I'm not a fan of party people. Not full of party people. There definitely are some party people there are at party Brigham people. Young University. But it is not full of them. Cost is a valuable thing to consider when it comes to where you decide to attend university. Or even if you decide to or attend university. Or even if you decide to... Yep. That. I grew up close to ASU. I could have gotten into that university cheapsies. But it is a party college. When I was considering universities, was the number one party school in the United States. And as I did not want alcohol poisoning, just by being in the same vicinity as people who were so poisoned by alcohol, it was sure to transfer over because that's how that works yeah secondhand mm-hmm secondhand smoke secondhand alcohol poisoning it's a real danger i wanted to actually like get an education and not be distracted by all the partying that was not really an option for me so i think i think what i want to recommend to you think about the culture of the college that you want to go to the personality of it because you're going to be there in that culture with that personality of the school for Perhaps more than four years. I have been at this university for more than four years, so do not take it for granted that you are going to be in and out in four years. But when it comes to whittling it down from like the vast 
broad array of all of the colleges that exist in the entire world and whether or not to do a university education or like community college or trade school or all of the other alternate education possibilities that there are. I don't know, figure it out. Okay, it seems like somehow we've ended up at the end of the episode again and we have time for one more question. Wow, we have time for one more question? It seems like we just started the episode. That's true. We just did our first question. Well, but I think we might have time for one more, though. You think we have time for one more question? I think we have time for one more question. Just one more. Hello, Gabriel and Alyssa. What are some effective icebreakers, then? Well, Disney would have us believe that pickaxes could do the trick. I'm inclined to agree with them. Or believing in yourself. Or true love. Sisterly love. Yes. Sisterly love would do it. Mm, Deep, real sisterly love. If you do not have a sister, I don't know what you're going to do. And this is a problem that I face because I don't have a sister. You'll have to try to conceptualize the the sort of affection that you would show your sister if if she existed if you had a sister i think also a large rock depending on the thickness of the ice yes or or a single small pin from the brakes of a train yes you could break ice with that not just any train though the polar it has Express. to be a train that for some reason is able to have the driving wheels go in independent directions on either side. Gabe, do you have feelings about the Polar Express? The Polar Express is a magical train, and that is why it does things that are impossible for a train to do, like have driving wheels that go in (laughs) independent directions. Gabe uh, knows a thing or three about trains. Yes. How, how, how frequently do caribou interfere with the um, travel patterns of trains? Um, actually, I think that's probably a realistic problem. Yeah. If there are any trains running that far north. Mm. I, I don't know much about Canada. Canada. Or, or Russia. For that matter. Yeah. Those there's are some also good icebreakers. there's also a scene in Polar Express where uh, the model of a mountain that they, they created a model of a track that's spiraling the top of a mountain, but it's curved too much, okay. and so you can see that every part of the train has to physically bend to fit around the curve. It's a magical train. Good, good modeling. Good modeling. Good job, guys. Well done. Um, oh no, I have a friend. This is an aphid. Ah. You can tell because of the two characteristic pokey things at the back. And that's their fact for the day. Is that aphids have cornicles at the end of their abdomen. Um, and that's how you can tell that they're aphids, because of the way that they are. If they're green and they've got two little pokey things at the back of their abdomen, that's a, that's an aphid. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for sharing that fact about bugs with us, Alyssa. Uh, 
Do we have a sponsor this week? We do. We do. This episode of Not Good Just Free is brought to you by Sweet Sandwich Pickles. You know, Gabe, for most of my life, I was a sour pickle purist. I'd tried sweet pickles, and I tell you, I just couldn't understand why anyone would want a pickle to be sweet. But the folks at Sweet Sweet Sandwich Pickles reached out to me, and I gave it an honest shot, and you know what? I really like it. It's subtle and a great addition to a simple sandwich. I still like a sour pickle, don't get me wrong, but for sandwiches, I think I'll be a sweet sandwich pickle gal from here on out. Alyssa, I know this probably isn't what you want to hear right now. I don't like any pickles. You don't like any pickles? Yeah. None? What about... What, what Although about? I, th- I think I can sympathize with you in a sense. Oh, yeah? Because I, something that I do like that I recently discovered is sweet mini peppers. Sweet mini peppers? Sweet mini peppers. They're a delightful vegetable snack. Mmm. Thank you for that sponsor message, Gabe. Yeah. Uh, Should we jump right into our question? Yeah, let's get to our first question. Hi, I am conducting an informal ranking of every drinking fountain on BYU campus. I'm unsure of the best way to rank them. How big of a role do you think that water temperature should play in determining a fountain's overall score? Much thanks. Henry. Ooh, good question, Henry. Yes, good question. Uh, I think, I think uh, th- there, are, there are certainly multiple dimensions along which you should uh, measure a water fountain's mm. quality, and temperature certainly is one of them. I agree. It has to be cold, but if it's too cold, then, mm. you know, it, 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 it freezes your teeth. Yeah, and, nobody and likes that. I, 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 for one, have... have I think more sensitive teeth than the average person, mm. um, so I, I certainly don't like that. But you know, each it could be lukewarm as well, which is each which is also bad. Which is also bad. Oh yeah, lukewarm water coming out of a out of a drinking fountain is just yes. you're gonna have a bad time. Nobody likes that. Uh, as for other things to consider, Gabe, um, Gabe, what? Gabe, we've talked what? about this before. We have. Gabe. All right. If we've talked about this before, what am I gonna say next, huh? Well, you're going to interrupt me several times. Okay. And then you're going to talk about how... You're taking a long time to figure out what it is I'm going to say next for someone who's uh, done this already. Listen, I know we I have... am listening, and you're not saying anything. I'm just saying, I think we're falling backward in time. I think we're in a recursive time loop. A recursive time loop. I don't know. We're... We're repeating. We're repeating. We're repeating. We're repeating. Yes! We've fallen backward through our episodes. This is the first... Look at the Look at the email. This is tagged episode one. We're on episode eight, Gabe. What? We're on episode eight. Since episode one, we've done dragons and that other one that we recorded in March and then released five months after we recorded it. And then another one that we recorded way before we released it and then the david special and then the valentine's day special you remember all those right gabe well sure but setting that aside <laughs> i think i think uh the another dimension that you have to consider is water pressure uh, let me tell you i like a fountain that has a wholesome amount of water pressure you know a good arc to it a good yeah. arc to it well and while we're talking about it there's yeah. this one water fountain behind the scenes of the Bean Museum that is the really? best water fountain that I have found on BYU campus. And Henry, I don't know if you have... We're doing it again! Doing what? Gabe! What? It's the same question. 
It's the same question from the first episode. It's not the same question. We I mean, the question is here. in there, we but need it's, to get you know, out of here. We've saying the question is tied to responding to the answer. The quest, this podcast, like so many times. Alyssa, we're only we're only mentioning the question because it's important context for our res- response to the response we were given to our answer. What? This is the first time we've gotten an email back after our answer, Alyssa. Oh no! All right. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Not Good Just Free. Wait, with the child. The child? The child, yeah. What child? The child who was just joking. She, she, yes, she was just joking. That was the yeah. beginning of the episode, Gabe. Well, sure, it's the first question. <laughs> We've done the first question three times! Maybe more! In that case, we'd better move on to our next segment, which is called You're Asking Us? Wherein we attempt if to answer questions. If you have any question questions for us, that we send are them to notgoodjustfreeadvice@gmail.com. We'll do our best. We really couldn't do this without you, so thank you for making this possible. I'm still Alyssa, and I'm still Gabriel. Please share us with your friends. And remember, if you disagree with any of our advice, you're probably right. It wasn't good, but it was free. An advice podcast wherein a couple of friends in their early 20s try to solve the world. It's mid 20s. What are you talking about? We're in our mid 20s game. Well, we'd better move on to our first question. This question is from Henry. I'm conducting. If I never get out of here, tell my family I love them. I'm not sure of the best way.